Hey guys, so today I'm going to be talking about the home purchasing process, something that I should have dove into from the get-go, but here it goes. Stay tuned. Hey everyone, this is It's Oscar, and you're listening to the House Hacker Podcast. So the home purchasing process, something that's probably very foreign to a lot of people, something that I deal with on a daily basis, but uh, I apologize for jumping in uh, to programs and products and definitions and all of this cool things before people even understood what goes into uh, purchasing a home as far as the process, step one, step two, step three, step four, who do I speak to for this, who do I speak to for that. So I did want to clarify and jump into that. Um, unlike the other ones, when I am solo, this isn't uh, based on a question that people ask me. I just kind of thought to myself and said, hey, I think this would be extremely valuable. So I did want to share with you guys that way it wasn't a mystery anymore. And that way you guys can see how easy it actually is. So the first part is definitely finding someone that you can build trust with and someone that knows what it is that they're talking about. That's number one. Uh, there's two big ways or two huge resources to figure this out. One is Google and the second one is family and friends. Um, the reason why I say Google is because if you Google top loan officer, or top real estate agent in your city, then there's obviously going to be the one, two, three, four, five, all the way down to 10 top results for those people in your city. Uh, you can definitely call them, try to get a feel for them, ask them questions, see how they handle their own uh, business or how they handle the transaction. And the same goes for when you ask family and friends. Obviously, if they've purchased a home, then their word of mouth may help clarify in regards to maybe their agent didn't do a good job or their lender didn't explain us uh, some of the, the terms or some of the documents correctly or didn't or kind of left them. Uh, a little bit confused or blurred in regards to what they actually were getting into. On the other hand, you may come across a family member that said this agent went above and beyond and did everything and did even more for us to get into our home. And this lender just did exceptional. Everything was clear. Everything was thorough and they closed extremely fast. So two things, Google and your family and friends uh, generated by word of mouth. I think that'll be huge to find who it is that matches up with you correctly. And I, I kind of circle back to something that I had spoke about in, in the other episodes or other episode uh, of the House Hacker podcast. And that's definitely, you want to shop around, you want to look around. Not everyone will click on the first one and do not get disturbed if the first real estate agent or the first mortgage lender you speak to comes off kind of rude or mean. Uh, that doesn't speak to speak f on behalf of everyone in the industry. So I think that's probably key, not settling, uh, but really finding who it is that you're going to establish that relationship for. Because more than likely, it may be for this purchase, it may be for when you refinance, maybe for your second purchase, third purchase, or who you're going to pass around your family and friends. And you definitely want to be able to create a relationship and help build that trust so that way you feel comfortable with them. And I think that's the number one thing. Real estate agents do not just handle your home. They handle uh, one of the, the biggest events in your life, which is purchasing a home or selling a home. So you want to definitely be able to establish a relationship with that person. And the second thing, as far as a lender is concerned, it's not just handling your finances for your home. It's actually helping you with life's biggest event as well, purchasing a home that is worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. So you want to be able to connect with that person as well. That's, that's what step one is for me. 
finding the correct agent and lender. Second step, you meet with your lender. A lot of people think that finding a home that you like is this is probably one of the most important things. It's actually not. The second thing that you're going to want to do is meet with the lender that you've shopped around for and get what's called pre-qualified. Get, get a pre-approval letter so that way you're aware of your financial situation, what your purchase power is. Some people have a purchase power for 300000 some have for 900000 some have for even more than that. Um, where they're going to take into consideration your credit, your income, and your assets. The assets is essentially your down payment or what you can do for the down payment. You're going to want to go over all of that and get a real thorough mortgage plan together with your lender so that way you can go out and look for a home with confidence. The last thing you want is to go find a home that you fall in love with and then you do not qualify for that home because the payments might be way too high and out of your budget. That's something that has happened in the past with some of the clients that I work with and I help educate them. And you're gonna wanna find the person that educates as far as what it is you should do as well, okay? That's second step. First step, find your lender, find your agent. Second step, meet with your lender and get pre-qualified, get a pre-approval letter. Third step is house hunting. You're gonna wanna meet with your realtor and tell them the specifics and what it is that you're looking for in a home. Bedroom count, city, bathrooms, floors, roof, whatever it is that you're looking for. Some people are more specific, some people are not. Depending on who you are, who you and your family are, and what you guys are looking for in a home, you guys are gonna dictate that to your realtor and they're gonna actually find some homes, uh, a handful, hopefully it's not just one or two, but a handful of homes that fit your criteria and take you to go see them. You are now in the process that's called house hunting. So you went from finding the best agent, best lender for you, to getting pre-qualified, which is step two, to now house hunting, step three. You meet with your realtor and you go out and look for houses. Look for one, two, three, four, five, whichever one, whichever, however long it takes to find one that fits your budget based on how much you qualified for and that fits your circumstances for you and your family. That is step three, finding it. Now we're gonna jump into step four, which now begins kind of the transaction phase of it. It's the first part of the transaction phase and that's submitting offers and being realistic. A lot of people want to submit offers that are underpriced. What submitting an offer entails is if you find a home that's worth X amount of dollars and you want to offer 5,000 less than it or 10,000 less than it or 20,000 less than it, then you're not really submitting a realistic offer. You're lowballing. and a lot of people will know that your agent will definitely advise you on when you can do that and when you cannot do that and when you have to actually offer above asking price and your realtor will educate you as far as all that is consider as far as all that terminology and what that is ta what's taken into consideration when it comes to that that is something that they will do when you meet with them to find out what it is that you're looking for but when you're submitting the offers you you basically fill out the forms that says I will offer you this amount for your property and then they accept it or they counter back when they counter back that means yes we'll accept it but on these terms and there can be multiple counters it could be basically like when you're playing ping pong going back and forth back and forth back and forth so you're definitely going to want to uh, think about that as well okay and do not do not get um, sad if for whatever reason they don't decide to accept your offer. This is why your agent should be showing you one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten properties 
so that way you can submit offers on all of them and whichever ones get accepted or whichever one gets accepted then great you go you go with it but it is going to be kind of tried and true a trial and error type of uh, process when it comes to that step uh, but that is part of the first one and that's what kind of is going to trigger the the transaction phase which is essentially once you get an offer accepted then we now go into transaction mode uh, and that is essentially opening escrow so first step finding your agent finding your lender second step getting pre-qualified getting a pre-approval letter third step is house hunting with your realtor and meeting with your realtor to to let them know what you're looking for in a home and then the fourth step is submitting offers and getting it accepted and opening escrow which now leads into step five which is the transaction phase this is pretty much the the bulk of of the entire process which entails gathering documents signing forms working with your lender very closely ordering the appraisal to make sure that the value comes in for your home to make sure you're not overpaying or underpaying it's for your protection meeting with your realtor and getting the home inspection done signing disclosures working on approval conditions what those are is when you meet with your lender to get pre-approved you're usually going to gather documents whatever list of documents they give you depending on your circumstances and they're going to submit them to someone that it, that their title is the underwriter and they're essentially the one that give the stamp of approval stamp of suspense or the stamp of denial this is essentially the company telling you you are approved for a home loan we have suspended your home loan because we need additional clarification on some documents or we need additional documents to clarify some items or you have been denied because of the fact that whatever circumstances or situations regarding your documents or your life we are not able to approve you for a home loan now those are basically the three answers you'll get denials are very rare because your loan officer should have done his job but the bulk of the transaction is gathering signing gathering signing and you'll work one-on-one -on -one with your lender to to go ahead and, and carry about that process every lender is different every company is different some lenders require less documents some require more documents so that is kind of like on a one-on-one -on -one thing i won't jump into that because the way that me and my team handle it may be completely different than other teams so i just want to let you know that that's kind of what that entails when you open up escrow and jump into the next phase it's a lot of signing and gathering and sending and signing and gathering and sending um one of the 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 prime things that i can tell you when it comes to an agent or a lender is how many times you have to meet with them that'll kind of uh, dictate what it is how, how good of an agent or lender you're working with so definitely definitely keep that in mind so let's let's jump back in we got step one find your lender or realtor well lender and realtor step two meet with your lender to get pre-approved step three go house hunting step four submit offers and open escrow and step five just carry out the transaction process with your lender and your realtor um, i think communication is going to be key through all of this once you once you finish up the transaction phase of it you're going to be jumping into step six which is the closing phase of it and that is when you get the keys to your home um, it, it is pretty simple a lot of people think it's super complicated I broke it down to six steps because I think that's kind of where the bulk is and some of the important things um, some other lenders or agents might break it down into less steps some might do more steps but I think that that kind of points out what the importance is um, definitely finding the the right agents to help you out 
getting pre-qualified, house hunting, and then just knowing that a transaction phase is, is a part of the entire process of, of gathering and signing and submitting um, is, is all is pretty much standard across the entire industry. I don't think I'm saying something that isn't correct as far as other mortgage companies or, or realtors that I work with. Um, the one thing that I will push a thousand percent for as long as I am doing this is just open communication. One thing that when it comes to me and my clients that I really, really beg for is just open communication because we're, we're essentially the first line of defense for you getting into a home. The realtor as well. You have to be openly transparent with both of us. And what that means is if something comes up or if something that you need us to look out for or something that you know we need to work around because there's programs that fit everyone's needs, all of that needs to be discussed and communicated. Even if you are in step three, four, five of the entire transaction and process, just communicate, open communication. If you don't understand something, ask. If you don't, if you, if something is still unclear, ask. If something is blurry or you want to see if something else can work out, ask. If you have a scenario, ask. Ask, ask, ask. Um, that's what we're here for. That's the whole reason why there's mortgage professionals and real estate professionals because they chose this career and they have to. Well, some, well, they don't have to, but for the most part, because they chose this career, they're going to be more than willing to ask your questions because they want you to have an amazing experience. And that is the punchline at the end of the day for all of this is not only getting you into a home, but having an amazing experience. Um, that's what you're going to want to look for. That is hopefully what you get. And I hope this kind of breakdown of what goes into purchasing a home uh, helps clarify and helps alleviate any mystery behind um the entire process hopefully you're not scared and hopefully you don't think it's a lot of paperwork or it's a lot of this a lot of that and you see how actually how, how simple it is and the, the simplicity of it is going to really depend on who it is that you choose to be able to help you with the purchase of your home whatever lender whatever realtor find them get to know them see how they work and then move forward i think that's probably the the best advice that i can give communication and building trust and building a relationship. So just to just to backtrack one last time, the steps that I think are are truly important for 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 the families and individuals to know when when they're looking to purchase a home or if they're in the process or or they have family that are thinking about it, send them this this podcast episode, let them know that step 1 is finding the right realtor and the right lender that fits them. Not everyone works out together step one is find them step two is get pre-qualified with your lender meet with your lender and get pre-qualified it's one of the most important things it'll definitely set you up to be happy at the end of the day step four sorry step three is go house hunting with your realtor meet with your realtor set the proper expectations for what you're looking at in a home the price range based on on how much you're pre-qualified for and go out house hunting Step four, submit offers and open escrow. You're going to want to submit offers. Do not get discouraged if they don't get accepted. Make sure that you're in complete communication with your realtor and make sure your realtor is in complete communication with your lender and just make sure everything is clear. Ask, ask, ask. 
Step five is the transaction phase, which is the bulk of the entire process where you're submitting, signing, and clarifying, and asking all the questions that you have throughout the transaction, the transaction phase. This is gonna be the bulk, the one that takes the most time, and it's also the most important and crucial, so make sure that you're clear on every single thing. And then step six is when you get to celebrate because you now get the keys to your home. That's, uh, that's what all of this is for at the end of the day. The, the steps that I, that I talked about before all of this lead up to that, that excitement, that celebration of you being a homeowner, of your family being a homeowner, of you and your family or anyone else that's involved being homeowners. And at the end of the day, after any stress or excitement or sadness or happiness, this is what it's for. So I really do hope that me standing in front of this mic uh, unscripted. There's no whiteboard. There's no, there's no notepad, nothing of that nature. I simply just stand here and speak my truths and hope that my truths and my reality bring value to someone. So if this did bring you some type of value or you learned one thing, even if it's one minor thing, please share it, please rate it, please review it, please like it, anything in whatever format that you're listening to this and wherever you're listening to this. I appreciate your ears. I appreciate the amount of support you guys have given me in the past episodes. Uh, Please feel free to reach out to me on my socials. Everything is It's Oscar. The A is a V. And until next time, take care, guys. Thank you so much.